whether it's what's going on in the market or what's going on in the election uh, lawsuit slash, you know, challenge, it's a food fight out there, man. It's right out of Animal House. Remember yeah. that scene? It's crazy. Yep. There's a Fed, you know, meeting today. And yeah. Jerome Powell. Yeah. Your boy. I thought of the scene where in the, when they're in the, I think they're in the courtroom and they're going, bullshit. Like that. Because <laughs> right. I found myself Is that calling doing? bullshit on Jerome Powell. I mean, he said something. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. When we're done, when we're done using all our tools, we'll be able to put them back in the toolbox, which is such a crock of, you know, it's so yeah, preposterous. Well, and, you know, you know, listen, I've been out smoking about it. I write about it. I am no fan of the Fed. I think they're absolutely going to be the greatest villains of the 21st century and whatever. I'm not looking to be the, you know, the old man, get off my lawn stuff. But, you know, they continue to put forth policies that are going to absolutely, in my opinion, lead us down a real bad path. And you see what's going on in the U.S. dollar. You talk about it a lot. I mean, the dollar is getting smoked like a white owl, as we used to say. I think you said Tipperillo, man. Find the, Tipperillo. The white owl. Did, you, did you ever white find owl. yourself? So this is, this is part of like the rite of passage, I think, of getting older, is where uh, me and my buddy Austin, we used to go down to Hartsdale. And, and we'd, we'd, we'd go into that, that shop well in Hartsdale. And we were probably 15. Um, and I hope my kids aren't watching. But we, you know, we, would, we would go into that, that shop well, and we'd, somehow they'd sell us a warm St. Pauli girl. Uh, and, and we'd buy some, we'd buy some, some tipper. No, you know, backwood smokes. How could anything that looks so wild taste so mild? That's right. So we'd grab a couple backwoods, a couple pouches of backwood smokes and a warm St. Pauli and sit on the rocks sure. overlooking the town and think we were badass, dude. Yeah, and, and, of course you, know, you were. We were. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Tipperillas, look, um, my guess is- You know, is Hartsdale, by the way, you know, yeah. it's funny, because Hartsdale for us, like, if we went to Hartsdale, that was like going to, you know, Mar-a-Lago. For you, going to Hartsdale was like going to <laughs> no, it was low Sing brow. Sing. I mean, it, it it's was, all about where, it's, yeah. where you were- It was lowbrow. Now, I, I, we, look, we went through this yesterday. I mean, you, you not only didn't have running water, but I, I think you were getting dropped off to school by horse and buggy. We'd have to shoe the horses in the morning. So Powell comes on today, and- he might as well be when they 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 put up the big picture of flounders. They're going through the pledges, um, and <laughs> when they start, they're throwing stuff. At they the start screen. gunning beers. Yeah, um, uh, he's a legacy. It's a shame what happened to, to to Kent Dorfman's car. By the way, he had it coming to him. He you got to be smarter than that. You can't be bringing a car on campus freshman year. You just got to know better. My thought of that scene though is it really goes straight to Fawn Leibowitz and and sure, uh, obviously the the roommate she, but she, she died in a tragic killing accident <laughs> a killing accident I mean yeah. it's that movie is so brilliant on so many different levels but were you a Mandy Pepperidge fan Mandy or? Pepperidge and Babs Jansen Babs <laughs> that's a great poll man that's I'm, a great that's a tremendous poll um but I mean the sleeper was the, the yeah, you know right. the the, the, the women from whatever college that was yeah, she, she yeah. was she was the chick from Raiders of the Lost Ark the worst part of that movie by the way is is when when she's obviously sleeping with the professor who's Donald Sutherland and and uh, and and what's uh, what's her Otter. what's her when Otter walks in um, and kind of you know catches it all going on you see Sutherland in the kitchen reaching up. Uh, to grab a coffee cup out of the cupboard, and that long sweater rises up to show yeah. his ass, and which you is catch, it's and uncomfortable. You, and you it, catch it's, un, it's more than uncomfortable. I mean, that was that was cutting edge, you know, cinematography back yeah. then. You now weren't they, getting they, a lot they, of. 
I bet they retook that, sh that, that scene probably 14 times. So they got the right amount of, of ass cheek uh, and sweater uh, all in the but, same But, you know, Donald right, so Sutherland, by the way, great. I mean, not to come down this rabbit hole, but I think he was in The Dirty Dozen. I, and I think Telly Savalas was in that. That's a great movie when you think about the badasses that were all kind of called to action there. I, when I think Sutherland, though, this is a sleeper movie, and it was scary, dude. Uh, invasion of the Body Snatchers. I mean, that wow. was... Wow, good it, pull. It, it was a sci-fi when, you know, I mean... Real quick on Sutherland, I'll give you another <laughs> Donald Sutherland movie that a lot of people don't respect. I think it was a great movie, Charlize Theron, yeah. uh, The Italian Job, with Wahlberg. And, okay. and the guy, and Jason Statham there, who's a total badass. Statham's a badass, yeah. And by the way, he's a huge fan of Fast Money and Commercial Break. I know that for a fact. This is he he appreciates just, you know, how, how edgy we get at times. Um, by the way, Kiefer Sutherland, I, I know, you know, I know a lot of people think he's kind of, he was born on second base in the acting world. I, I think Kiefer's got some chops, bro. He's got uh, acting chops. Absolutely. The question is, uh, after what's now, uh, nine and a half percent on the triple Q's and the NASDAQ off the lows from Thursday. Straight uh, line up. It's incredible. What do you do with this? Because again, COVID cases today. Uh, in the U.S., 130,000 COVID cases, the biggest day on record. Uh, the wave progression in the U.K. is downright scary. Um, so you've got COVID. Uh, you've got uncertainty around look, the, the elections. You know, I, I understand. We said this yesterday. The, the market seems to, to make the call. The market's telling you right now. I mean, the VIX is down today. Uh, the VIX is not worried about lawsuits. Um, but but I, I find it hard to believe this isn't going to get sloppy and there is unrest around the country and it's only just begun. Um, so, you know, back to back to analogs. I mean, it kind of feels like like we're on double secret probation. I mean, it, it feels like the market is, is certainly that the top end has to be bound if you believe that there really are the, the, the realities of what we are facing uh, both before elections uh, on expected uncertainty out of the elections. All right. Here we are. Uh, but also the fact that the economic recovery, including uh, ADP numbers, jobless claims numbers out this morning, we got a huge payroll number tomorrow. It's not going to tell you that the job market is stronger, Guy. I agree with everything you said. I'm shocked. Listen, I, I, you know, I think you could see a bounce from where we sold off from in a week. I mean, that was, you could sort of figure that one out. But the magnitude of this rally makes zero sense to me. Now, the move lower in the VIX from 40 to 30 made sense. But I don't think just as I thought the VIX at 25 wasn't pricing in a contested election a month ago, the VIX at 27 is not pricing in a contested election today. And by the way, that's exactly what we have. And, you know, President Trump, if he were to lose or whatever, you know, you know we go through to, to yep. decide a winner, he's not going to go quietly into that, into the night. I, 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 you know, Benny Mardonis notwithstanding. So, I just don't see what the market's looking at right here. It makes no sense to me. On top of that, as we mentioned, the dollar continues to get torched, which I know is a tailwind for equities until it's not. And I think but we're precariously close to that. Speaking of going quietly into the night and Mandy Pepperidge, what was, what was going on uh, with her and Greg in the car uh, up at Muldoon's Point? Uh, you know, I think you know what was going on. It I'm wasn't Muldoon's Point, by the way. I think Muldoon's Point. Benny Mardonis reference, which, you uh, know. Muldoon's Point was the place in in uh, i want to say muldoon's point you know that sounds like a happy days thing no, happy days was, i think was inspiration, was inspiration point, point inspiration right? where point. they watched that's... the submarine races which is the dumbest thing <laughs> and that's when richie got had his thrill uh, you know he had his he found sure his he thrill did. up there
couple with, of times. With Mary Beth, I believe. She came on later in season she, seven. Sleeper. Uh, in a straight, out of, straight out of American Graffiti, by the way. I was watching, I think, not Colbert, the guy after him, the, the British guy who's a genius, whose name escapes me, the late, late, uh, yeah, Corbin, I, Corbin, right? Yeah. Not, yes. not Corbin Burnson, something Corbin. By the way, James not Jim, Corden. not Jim. If you're James British, you have Corden. to be James. You're never yeah. Jim, you're James, you. you're Andrew, you're, you're Michael, you're never Mike. Sure. Anyway, sorry. Sure. Henry Winkler was a guest, and, you know, he's, I think he's fantastic, but it's so hard to wrap your head around today's Henry How? Winkler with the fonts. I mean, with the, with the early fonts, season one through four. After that, he went off the rails entirely, as did the show. But that early fonts was, was a badass. So it's, let's, let's take the fonts back to the market where um, I, I was, uh, I've been out there saying, and people watch our show and they've got minds like steel traps. They don't forget this stuff and they shouldn't, and we need to be consistent. So I said, I thought, um, the NASDAQ, the triple Qs, which are the NASDAQ 100 ETF, were going to get to 245 before they were going to get to 300. Um, we, we are dancing back, you know, near 300. We're not there, but, but uh, if I had to, to, to take this back to Fonzie, um, people like to, us to admit when we're wrong. Uh, and yet there was that time where Fonzie uh, had to Couldn't admit he was wrong. And he was like, Richie, Richie, I was rude. Right. I, I, I was rude. Fonz, were you, were you wrong? Yeah, 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 that's it. So look, I've been wrong about the NASDAQ and, and uh, uh, much in the way the Fonz once in a while found himself wrong. So. You know what, but, but look, at, look at how you have aged over the years and look at how the Fonz has aged <laughs> over the years. I would submit I'd much rather be you than today's Henry Winkler. And with that, we gotta get out of here. All right, so Babs Jansen, if you're out there, you hear what Guy's saying, look me up.